everybody welcome to it burns in a good way i'm ryan sins and i'm zach sins and we're coming to you live with another episode absolutely mostly live maybe you'll hear this at a later date i know i just like saying live it makes me feel like a real podcaster for some reason this is live air folks you heard it here first. I'm just going to keep going with the cliche, like, radio oh, broadcaster uh, type of thing. Let's see. Um, hold on. I think we found our sound. <laughs> that's, that's like, my uh, my kind of back to the future. Get I a like load it. of this. Well, anyway. <laughs> Welcome to It Burns in a Good Way. Well, let's start out the podcast with our favorite It Burns tradition, which is us going through what burned for us this week. Um, I'll go ahead and kick things off. So anybody who is currently residing in Utah knows that we have had the most unbelievable weather for the past like month, but specifically the past week since it's officially spring and I want to wear all my cute spring clothes and, you know, be in the warmth, maybe have some sunshine, but it's been doing nothing but snowing or raining for like every day the past week. And although it's getting really tired, I have to remind myself, we're moving to Georgia next month and that might be the last time I see snow in like years and years and years. And Salt Lake City in the snow is absolutely stunning, but as just an everyday, you know, occurrence, it is getting really, really old really quick. Yes, as we speak, there is, you know, a, a, about a half foot of snow on our on our lawn. So from here, one of the things that's burned for me, this is going to be trivial, but if you've known me, you know that lately I've been obsessed with Vietnamese iced coffee. And uh, one of the things that I've really wanted to do was make it myself. <laughs> and then I had a, uh, so I had a, something shipped over here and the package was stolen from our porch. So out of all the packages I could ever have stolen from our porch, uh, let it be the the Vietnamese fin, which is what they call the filter that you use to make the coffee, which cost about $8. So I finally was able to get it. I made it for myself, and I have been so happy with it. So something I definitely recommend. Uh, check that out. If there's a local Vietnamese restaurant, anything next to you, check that out too. And I can attest... He's made some very good coffee. It's really rich, pretty sweet, but really delicious. Also, this is not the first time we've had something stolen from our porch. I also had my Chipotle order taken Ooh. from our porch when I door dashed it one time, and that made me cry. That was burning in a very bad way. Very bad way. It was like two seconds after the dasher dropped it off, and I see this shadowy figure go by, and I'm like, there's no way. And there was. They took my Chipotle. Hope you enjoyed that burrito bowl, whoever you are. It's like they were tailing the driver and just waiting wherever they would uh, stop. Seriously, and then... I was like, was it the driver that actually did that? Um, alrighty, so let's start this episode. This is this episode is going to be a little bit more relaxed than our our last one. I don't relaxed. know if you could even call our last one not relaxed, but we basically <laughs> just 
droned on about McDonald's for 40 minutes straight. Um, this time we're going to give you a little bit more of a glimpse into our lives, what's going on in our lives, and then later on we're going to play a fun newlyweds game, even though we're almost five years into our marriage, but I still think it's a good way to have some friendly competition while also having you guys get to know us a little bit more. And most importantly, there will hopefully be a winner of that. Of course. So it, there are stakes. Um, also, currently, Rito, our little Chewini, found like an ancient piece of dog jerky that he's chewing on, and it's stressing me out. Should we take that? From no, him? he'll be all right. Okay, I just don't I want to choke. I got my eye on him. You heard it here yeah. first, folks. So this our is dog... an ASMR product. Yeah. If you hear um, that little kink, 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 that's him. Alrighty. So, for those of you who don't know, we've already kind of mentioned it once or twice on the podcast. Both Zach and I are from the Atlanta, Georgia area. That's where we grew up and spent most of our lives. And literally, like, all of our family that's not our extended family, mine specifically, who a lot still live in the California area, all of them are currently living in the Atlanta area. Mm -hmm. And we have an extreme case of FOMO. Um, I keep seeing all my family and my other friends from high school and people I keep in touch with all hanging out together and I'm very jealous but we always kind of knew coming out to Salt Lake that we were eventually going to want to move back to the southeast because yes. that's where all of our family is we're very blessed to have a family that makes it so we want to return and be with them and hang out with them and for me I grew up um a pretty long ways away from my extended family. So my all my grandparents, like I mentioned, cousins, aunts, uncle, uncles, all lived in California. So I really got to see them like once or twice a year. And while those were super awesome special times, I just don't want that for my future. I want to be closer and be able to go to like all the little things mm -hmm. for my niece and nephew and see my sister you know, living in downtown Atlanta and go visit her and stuff like that, so. Yeah, and in contrast, I was very fortunate in living about half an hour away from both of my grandparents. And so having that experience, I absolutely loved it. And much to what Ryan was saying, when we first set out for Salt Lake, it was, it was you know, similar to Mariah. Uh, Ryan used to be in the, um, in the program at Utah, so it was, going to be a four or five year venture was yep. our idea that was what we had in our mind and now five years later it's a totally different you know it's it's very very different from what we what, yeah. what we expected uh, the journey to look like but it has been incredibly rewarding and it is also really hard to tear ourselves away from all of our friends and you know the the new family that we have yes. here yes i i will be unbelievably sad when we leave the community of friends that we built here. I think I just can't believe how much in five short years I've grown to, like Zach said, created a Utah family. Mm -hmm. And though some of those folks have already kind of started moving their own ways, it's just something that I, I don't know if I'll ever be able to recreate and we're so lucky for it, but yeah, it's time. It's time for us to move. And, and let the record state, too, that Mariah started this. It's Mariah's fault. Yeah. We're just kind of following in that footprint. Like, we weren't even going to do this, but then Mariah did. So <laughs> for, for all of those in our wake. Mariah I'm, just had to go be a 
badass professor in Chicago. What a loser. Mm -hmm. Um, Al had to go with her and be an awesome high school counselor. Like, come on, guys. You need to, you need to get your priorities straight. You should never have left. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, so I want to talk a little bit about sort of like our moving plans and process and also what our Utah bucket list is to finish before And it's pretty ambitious at this point, like, take it with a grain of salt. We're not going to be able to do all of these things. We've started to to knock some things off. I was going to say, we've already begun. We have begun, but we are moving on May 20th. It's currently April 3rd, and we have, like, seven major things we want to do before we leave. So, should we go through the bucket list first? Oh, absolutely. Let's go through the bucket list. First, the things we've already accomplished, which is go to a concert here. Uh, so we've been to a concert before, but it's been a while. So we wanted to go to another one. Saw a great local band at, at Beck's Garage. It was a ton of fun. Recommend it. It's and, also uh, uh, conveniently located next to one of Salt Lake City's several oil refineries. So that was When we were driving up, I was like, are we literally like going to the refinery? And we basically were. It was like a little shack sort of venue right next to the oil refinery. But they had mm-hmm. some good food, amazing music. And good vibes, so would recommend. Absolutely. Another thing was hosting our Roaring Twenties party, which uh, one of the esteemed guests was Michaela. Uh, you know, from our very own Burns in a Good Way, Alive and Well. All of the. She came in wearing, oh no, I can't even. An emerald green. Yes, an emerald green dress that was like an homage to to Cure Knightley in one of these. I thought it was the Great Gatsby. That too, but no, we talked about it. Michaela will have to come on here and and, uh, clear the air. Answer for yourself, Michaela. It's like a specific, iconic dress that Kira Knightley wears in a movie. um, And I'd never seen the movie, so maybe I need to see it. But anyways, yes, we had a great time. I love hosting things. Like, hosting is one of the things that brings me a lot of joy. It's something I love doing for my friends. Um, And so having that party was really like our last big themed party at the sins house um what is it oh it's atonement was the dress uh it it looks just like the dress from atonement and she was rocking it uh just to say i've never seen a a dress with its own wikipedia page so uh green dress of kiera knightley (laughs) that is uh right on there on wikipedia that is so funny um so yeah that was a fantastic party. We did a little alcohol exchange that we picked up from some of our other friends, um, Natalie and Darren, when they did that a I year ago. That was from Mariah too. The Who's Booze? Mm-hmm. Was it Mariah that it was? It was. It's a very Midwestern. We, nice. We, you know we're gonna have to give Mariah props for this. On you're the, right. For some reason, I thought on her it was, airwaves. It was Natalie. I think you're it right. I think there. it was that Mariah yeah. was the one who kicked it off the idea, and then. Natalie and Darren hosted the Who's Booze, but we did it again at the Roaring Twenties party, and I got Chambord, which is like a blackberry mm-hmm. liqueur. Um, I had to take a shot of tequila and pickle juice. Sounds and awful on, to It me. was actually not that bad, but I'm a tequila girly, I so... I both of those things individually, yeah. so... Uh, yeah, not good vibes for me, but... Yep. Okay, what else? All right, so one of the other things we've we've uh, crossed off is going to Takashi, which is a very fancy um, sushi restaurant uh, with our friends Rachel and Ben. 
Yes. Um, Takashi was a place that Zach and I went, I think, two years ago for our birthday. And it was just so fantastic. It's one of those places that doesn't take reservations and they always have like a line around the door. And Rachel and men are both from California. And Rachel is pretty picky about sushi since obviously she can get sushi that's delicious and much fresher than what you can get around here. So we have had middling success finding sushi that well, we all like. And, and picky is a strong word. I would say selective. You know? <laughs> it's one of those things where she's like, why would I go to Utah for sushi? Which I understand. Yes. I didn't mean that in, in a derogatory way. She's got good tastes. She always has had really good tastes. So you know if she likes something, it's really good. And we all loved um, Takashi. It was amazing and delicious, and I'm glad we got to go again. Me too. So we'll kind of rattle through some of these other ones that we've hopefully we're hopefully going to accomplish. We want to hike Donut Falls, which is a beautiful kind of halo waterfall. As if well as the snow ever stops and it melts well, enough for us to go up there. Hopefully, it means it's like gushing water right now. Honestly, like probably to a scary probably everything degree. is. Just to let everybody know, the watersheds in Utah this season are fine. Do not worry about them. It has been constant precipitation, so it's been good and bad. But, uh, yeah, so another one's we have a really uh, a trail that we like in Immigration Canyon, which is, um, if you're looking at Salt Lake, it's on the east side. It's the way that the, you know, the Mormons came in. Uh, the pioneers. The pioneers. Yes. And uh, there's, a, there's a trail that I think skirts the rim of the... Um, the Lake Bonneville. So it's a Lake Bonneville shoreline, part of that trail. Truly beautiful. Uh, recommend to anyone who's in town. Another one is going to Lagoon, which is the amusement park. And uh, it's known for having one of the steepest inversions in a roller coaster. So you literally take an elevator up on a roller coaster car, and then the doors open, and you just go, whoo, straight down. And even more than straight down, because it curves that in. Kind of stuff. So I want to do that for sure. I know. The weather has just not been good for that either. And all of these things no. are like more summery type of things. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, now we have some food related things we want to do. So I want to try a new restaurant that we haven't tried in downtown Salt Lake. I don't have any specific ones. So if you're listening and you have recommendations, please let us know. Um, but there's just so many good restaurants I feel like we haven't hit up. We've gone to a lot, but there's still more to be done. Um, we also want to get Banbury Cross Donuts again. If you're in Salt Lake, those are the best donuts in Salt Lake. Anyone can fight me on it. Honestly, if you do, that just means I have another place to try, so go for <laughs> yeah. it. Um, and then... I don't know if we'll actually eat at the Sundance Resort, but I just want to go to the Sundance Resort. I feel yeah. like it's so iconic. Never actually gone up there before. I just want to kind of see it. I know it's a beautiful view. so yeah, Absolutely, because we've been to Park City so many times, but we haven't made it actually out to the Sundance Resort. The the close, like, I don't know why, but my first association with it is the movie Hereditary, because it was filmed, oh, like, so yeah. close to it. So if anyone is into horror, uh, Hereditary, top five. So good. I think we're also going to be doing an episode on our horror movie and video game obsession. So it's true. Um, if that floats your fancy, it's something we're going to do eventually. Yes, if that floats your fancy, then uh, <laughs> if that's right down your cup of tea, then you're going to love it. <laughs> You've probably already seen it. But so some of the other things we're looking to do. One of them is a Wise Guys set. So Wise Guys is a uh, 
it's a local comedy club here in uh, in Salt Lake, and I've done a set before, and I want to do one more stand-up comedy set. He didn't just do a set; he won the newcomer award at the at the um at, at, the, <laughs> at the open, open mic, mic that yeah. we went to. He did a, a um improved Trump set and. It killed. At first, the host was like, oh my god. Like, he was just not into it at all. But then, Zach won him over. It's true. I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm out of practice with that. Zach's going to have to go to jail pretty soon in order to It's true. If I really want to, you know, know, truly embody uh, Trump. And then the last thing on our list is just a big old going away dinner. Having all of our friends in the same place. Doing a big old adios to, to Utah and to living here. Because it's it's been host to some really good times. Yeah, so that's our Utah bucket list. Honestly, there's so many other things I wish we could do. Um, I had all these grand plans. I was going to ski all the time this, this year, and it did not happen. But at least I went once while I was here, and it was pretty fun. Um, but yeah, so now let's just talk for a couple minutes about the logistics of our move. Because yeah, if we'll, any, we'll try to make this interesting I know, you. it's not that interesting, but... It's daunting more I don't than know. it's interesting. I, I mean, Mariah can tell you that doing cross-country moves is just, like, probably one of the worst logistical nightmares ever. And so we decided to get ourselves a pod this year. Mm-hmm. Um, pods basically is like a storage container that you load up and then you can store. They'll just ship it across the country wherever you're going and you can store it until you like move into whatever new house you're going to you're going to be in. So we'll be driving um from Salt Lake. We've sold one of our cars, so we just have one car. So it'll be me, Zach and Burrito driving across the country. Oh yeah. We'll stop in Denver, which is where one of my best friends, Liz Lizzie McClung lives. Um, and we will hang out with them for a day or so and then just drive straight on the, the rest of the, like, 20-ish hours. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. And let me juxtapose this for you with the trip out. Because the trip we initially took to Salt Lake was 17 days after we got married. Yeah. So it was essentially one of the biggest moves and moments of our life that was an afterthought to a much bigger moment in our lives. And because of that, it was a blessing and a curse. It was a blessing because... We kind of let it <laughs> roll over us and sneak up on us. And so we didn't, it wasn't as stressful because the wedding was taking up all of that oxygen. But it was kind of like, you know, we're back from our honeymoon and we're like, we have 10 days before we're, before we live in a new state. And so it was a frenzy of activity and we just rushed and did it. And then looking back, I'm like, that was a, a lot of effort and now we own twice as much stuff. So, well, so we, here we go. Instead of doing the pod route, we were too poor to do the pod route. So we did a U-Haul and we towed my car on the back of the U-Haul and we drove the whole dang way with the U-Haul and my car towed in the back. I carried on my lap the whole time my little succulent plant that Mm -hmm. my sister got me for one of my bridal shower gifts who has now like quadrupled in size and I will be bringing him back with us. Um, But yeah, it's, it's weird to kind of just think back on that drive and like we're gonna do it next month again and I just can't believe it but so yeah and then when we get there we're going to live with my parents for a little bit because they're so graciously giving us some space so that we can 
do a little bit of house hunting. Um, if all goes to plan, we're going to try to buy a house in probably like one of the worst times to buy a house, but it's been that way for it's, like the last four years. You know, it's the second worst time to buy a house. Yeah. The worst time to buy a house was like a year or two ago. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, that's, that's our move. Yeah, a lot of stuff on the docket, a lot of things, you know, a lot of things going on right now, but we're excited for it. We're you know, simultaneously so excited and so, like, dreading it, and and we're trying to, to still be happy in the moment and, and really savor our friendships and, and take advantage Same. of Utah while yep. we're still here, but it's a balance. It's a tough, it's a tough act. Agreed. Well, with that... We'll take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to play our fun newlywed game and see who knows the other person's answers better. All right, and we're back. So, uh, the if you're unfamiliar with the newlywed game, it's very simple. The premise is... We've each got 10 questions the other person does not know our pre-recorded answers to. So, uh, for example, one of the questions can be, what is my, Zach, what is my favorite color? And so Ryan now has an opportunity. I've already written this down ahead of time. Ryan can now tell me, what is my favorite color? Blue. It's true. It's very stereotypically true. And so that would count as a correct answer. So we've each got 10 of these questions that we've kind of made ourselves because honestly <laughs> like there's so many google articles that are like the most fun newlywed questions and it's like what was your favorite thing about your wedding yeah like really exactly. boring Hold on. stuff i've got some of the bad ones let me just let me just ask some bad ones real quick uh because that was uh kind of its own uh its own question like there. super 125 super fun questions to ask for a newlywed game <laughs> Let's see. Uh, oh, gosh. Does your partner prefer sweet or savory foods? Oh, my gosh. That's like such... I feel like everyone likes both. It's true. I mean, I, I guess you can have a lean, but it's what like a personality test. Mine is savory? probably sweet. Oh. Honest. Yours is savory. Yeah, mine is savory. See, that's... Uh, hey, know, maybe that was a better uh, question yeah, to give it credit well. for. Who's a better cook? Uh, Ryan. But, um, okay, so those are some of the pre, you know pre-made ones we've got our own that uh they might or may or may not be marginally better so you know if if they are great if not yeah and so we will be keeping score we've got a you know it's an audio medium and thankfully we've got a visual aid that you won't be able to see but uh, we'll keep you we'll keep you updated on the score um as i just walk away with this one <laughs> so <laughs> that being said if you want um would you like me to go first or do you want to go first gentlemen first course okay so my first question in the newlyweds game this is zach talking saying <laughs> what's my favorite jim carrey movie oh my gosh mm-hmm. what is I my favorite like... jim carrey movie okay um man on the moon oh great answer is it the mask i haven't even oh. actually seen the mask the answer is the truman show that is such a good movie. The Truman Show is so good, but honestly, Man on the Moon was like... It, okay, so... True. Zach and I both are big comedy fans, and mm-hmm. if you have not seen anything about Andy Kaufman, um, he's kind of an insane person. It's like, wild. I, 
he is actually like the most like method actor comedian to the point where he, like he did some like somewhat disturbing things yeah. like wrestling women as part of his like stand up. There's like, like his literally bits. no comp. No, there's no comp because there's nobody like there's Andy nobody Kaufman. There's nobody else in like Andy life. Kaufman, and so. Uh, like a year ago, I think Zach and I watched um, *Man on the Moon*, which stars Jim Carrey, and so freaking good. Um, but honestly, *Truman Show*, you can't beat that. I just forgot about it. Mm-hmm. There's so many no, Jim Carrey. That's movies. why I picked Jim Carrey because he's got a, such a wide. Well, you know, it goes, it runs the gamut from *Dumb and Dumber* to you know <laughs> *Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind*. Yeah, so, <laughs> there's a whole. That's so true. Whole world. All right. Okay, my first question for you is. I have $50 to spend on getting you a gift. What would I buy? So gut, you know, just shooting from the hip instinct is a record. Yep. That's one of the two things oh, I put down. Oh, it's a two-parter. You, but we'll still give you the point either way. Okay. So part two. Ooh, just okay. because I, I estimate is, a record to be about 25. So. Yeah. So part two is clothing. Yep. Specifically a shirt, if I had to guess. Yep. And I put down a Dan Flashes <laughs> yes. shirt. So, for those who don't know, the, the uninitiated, uh, Dan Flashes is a reference to a Tim Robinson, I think you can leave skit. I think you should leave. I think, I think you could leave. <laughs> I think you should leave. Um, where it's basically a very bright, fun pattern to a shirt. Uh, the joke being, the more complicated the pattern, the more expensive the shirt. So, obviously. like, if it's... If you got like multiple patterns going on, that thing could be a thousand bucks easy. That pattern's way too complicated. <laughs> anyway, so that is a point for me. Ugh, I hate seeing Zach succeed. Yeah, it's that's true. That's kind of just a through line through our relationship. Yeah, totally. All right, next question for me. What is my favorite video game? I can give you a hint on this. I do want, I think I might need one. Okay, I have played it recently breath of the wild the answer is breath of the wild i knew it was that but i was wondering if it was going to be one like a deep cut from your childhood no like i wouldn't do that to you jack and daxter i know that one's well, not your favorite i but... wouldn't do that to you until later in this show <laughs> <laughs> great 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 yeah breath of the wild amazing game the second one is coming out next month like right when we're moving um so that'll be super fun also rito is just like all over our laps and he was just like bumping his nose against the microphone thing so if you heard some suspicious tapping that was burrito yeah he's closer to the mic than we are right now that's just how quiet he is if you don't hear him (laughs) you can probably hear us petting him a ton every time we're talking he just assumes we have to be talking to him like if he knows we're not having a direct conversation with each other he's like what the hell like why aren't you focusing on me and talking to me and he'll, like, nip at our hands if we aren't petting him the right way or enough while we're talking to other people, and it's quite rude. Well, it's rude behavior that's never been corrected by us, no. so it uh, kind of falls back on yeah, us. Yeah, it's our fault, for sure. Okay. Wait, is it my turn again? Uh, yes. Okay. This is one of those cliche ones, but I still think it's good. What is my biggest pet peeve? So, what is your biggest pet peeve for me, or what is your biggest biggest pet peeve in general? I guess both. Because I've got a couple answers here. One of them is snoring. That's what I wrote down. Okay, so <laughs> there you go. What, would, what were the other ones you were thinking Letting of? those dishes stack. 
Yeah, but that one is more just a product of us not having a dishwasher. Yeah, fair. We do have a dishwasher, um, and my name is Zach. Oh, my gosh. So, um, all right. That's oh, my gosh. Zach, you're freaking around. killing it. Yeah, two to one right now. Damn, uh, man. Zach in the lead. So, who is my favorite president or former president? Oh, gosh. It's like nothing crazy. <laughs> I, I can also do another hint, too. I don't want to just keep getting hints. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of who you've, like, talked about before. Um, okay, actually, give me a hint. So, they are alive or and or have lived during our lifetime. So, it's a recent president. Obama? The answer is... Obama. <laughs> 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 so, okay, okay. I yeah. was thinking Obama from the jump, but I was like, wait, you've talked well, like highly of Jimmy Carter. I just don't think uh, yeah. you think he was like the he, best president. I think he's my favorite person who was president. Fun fact, I've met Jimmy Carter. Mm -hmm. I saw him preach at a church because he lives in Georgia. Um, and for a while he was teaching Sunday school, like once a month at this church and like so I've had to like go through the whole secret service stuff and I got a picture with him. He is a lovely, lovely man. And, mm -hmm. you know, God bless him. He's, he's, a, he's, he's a real one. He's not doing great, but, you know, he had a he was a great man, lived a great life. Well, I'm on a soapbox about Jimmy Carter. So anyways, your my turn. Wow, I keep forgetting. No worries. What do you think my color is? Like, what do I look best in when I wear it? Ooh, now we're getting into it. There's a couple There's a couple ways to go about this, because my gut gut instinct is just black. And so that's my final... I'm going to lock that in. Black is my answer. Okay, I did put black, but I also put another color. I'm helping you too much by putting multiple options. I mean, you're putting multiple options, but I don't know if I have to get them all. Um, so the other color... I mean it's gonna be black and white if we're going you know that dichotomy but if we're going something outside of black and white who this is a toughie because recently i think red it, so i'll still give you the point for black but it was green green okay i love i love the wearing green. undertones i i like yeah i just feel like green i i feel like shigo from um impossible yes. when I wear black and green just mm -hmm. because my hair is so dark and I have paler skin so you know yeah and um, then Ryan is currently wearing a black and white outfit and looks great so I do wear a lot of neutrals he's <laughs> right about that one okay what's your next one for me okay so a point if you can name either my elementary or middle school oh um, Mountain Road Elementary yep. and Dean Rusk Middle. Dang, okay, that's it. I'm going to give you a bonus point for Dean Rusk because I really didn't think that you had Dean Rusk. N Wait, how are you only at... I guess it's because... Because I started. Oh, that makes sense. All right, it is 3-4. Ryan took the lead. Okay, next question. Am I a pessimist, optimist, or realist? You would call yourself a realist. Yeah. Bordering on pessimist. Hey. But, I mean, yes, yes, yes. I, I just, I I do this thing where I, like, want to never be excited or hopeful for things, mm -hmm. so I'm never let down. 
but I'm I can be optimistic when the situation calls for it. Yeah. When the situation calls for it, aka the good thing has already happened <laughs> and it's confirmed. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> the glass is half full, especially when I can see that it's half so full and I can measure that. So would you call me a pessimist then? No, I would I would call you a realist. Okay. But if that's if that's one of those things where it's like a you know, a meter between optimist and pessimist, <sighs> leaning pessimist. Oh man, that's a bummer. Oh, but it's, it's true. I, not trying to like not trying to make it the worst day at anyone's job here. <laughs> All right, my next question. Um out of the forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, which decade should I would I prefer to live in for like like if I could go on a vacation to a decade, what decade would that be? I think sixties. I oh crap. Excellent answer, but I did say the seventies. Oh, so close. But you're right. The sixties with like the Beatles and with all. Yeah, the... that's what I was thinking of. And you I always know. mention you like the style and stuff I do from love the sixties. So. I think Lots I went for of... the seventies. It's the transition. Yes. You get all of that still, but you also get some new stuff. Got it. Okay. Um, if I was a tree, what type of tree would I be? If you were a tree. You would be, okay, I feel like you'd be like a, oh, this is a tough one, like an aspen. That's not what I put down. Okay. I put down a redwood or a sequoia. Oh, yeah, California native, absolutely. I just love, I love them. They're so beautiful. They are. If I could be any tree, it would definitely be that. I see where you were going with aspen, but... I said redwood or sequoia. Mm -hmm. We also have a family cabin that my family's had for generations. That's like 20 minutes away from the Redwood National Forest in Kings Canyon. Actually, Kings Canyon um, National Park. And it's beautiful up there. So always felt very connected to redwoods. Okay. So my question for you is, what is the weirdest food I've ever eaten? That's a tough one. Mm -hmm. I am going to say when I mm, when I just made you eat like a plain thing of gravy. That was pretty weird. Mm, fair, but I would eat gravy anyway. The the answer I have down is beef rectum. Oh God! I, oh, <laughs> yeah. that image you sent me of well, like that circular beef rectum is like burned in my brain and I hate it. So I was in New York City and uh, I got adventurous in um, in K-Town and I ordered this and I wouldn't recommend it to really anybody. So, Ugh. Then you got a beef tongue burrito like a couple days ago. Like, yeah. who are you? And you didn't even like it that much. Yeah, I didn't like it, but I think it was let like the 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 meat was fine. It was the, the accoutrement. No, oh. they had like it was like a very you know, refried bean oh. type of situation. So I was like, this is kind of gas station for for this, you know? Yeah, agreed. Mm -hmm. Okay, next question. We're still tied up at four to four, everybody. I know. This, is, this is getting a little dicey. Which risky slash thrill-seeking activity would I be most likely to try if given the chance? Skydiving. Yep, that's, that's correct. That's a country song. <laughs> Skydiving is on, like, my life bucket list. Specifically skydiving. I'm not really interested in bungee jumping. 
I really want to go skydiving. I almost went skydiving once. I had the chance. Well, thought I had the chance. I was going with some friends um, who had tickets and like we were kind of like going to cheer them on. And I, one of the, the d skydive guys like came out and was like, somebody cancel. Does anyone want to just like go on this pl next plane for free? And I was like, me, me, me. And um, I switched shoes with my boyfriend at the time because I was wearing open-toed shoes and um, I like couldn't go skydiving that. And I was like, I was ready to go. And then the damn people showed up who, who actually paid for their reservation, <laughs> which is valid and I didn't get to go. So ever since then, and even before then, I've really wanted to go skydiving. Absolutely. So excellent answer. Excellent answer. Um, what is my favorite meal that you make? Ryan is an excellent cook. And this is a, you know, this isn't something you've made one time. This is one of your, you know, it's in the rotation. So I yeah. think the one I hear you request the most is, is the broccoli cheddar casserole that I make. I love that one very much, but I, I went very simple. I went, uh, salmon, Brussels sprouts and orzo. That is a good one. Couscous. Yeah, I was like, I, I don't usually make orzo, but um, I'm going to actually be making pretty much that exact meal tomorrow just yes. with asparagus instead of Brussels sprouts. But I love it. Um, I do love me some good salmon. All right, Zach's kicking my booty at this so far, and it's it's uh, uh it's five it's to a four. Bummer. So I feel like I picked less ambiguous questions. That's, that's what I'm gonna go with here. I'm mm. just kidding. I'm kidding. You're just <laughs> you know me very well. Um, okay. Sorry, my nose is always deciding to be stuffy whenever I'm talking. But if I could only eat one nationality's food for the rest of my life, what would it be? Japanese. Mm, I put Italian slash Mediterranean. Mm, I think you've been on a pasta kick. That might have. No, okay. That's fair. I That's love fair, Japanese though. food, but if I'm going to yeah, like the for the whole diet. yeah my whole life, it just gives me more variety and options. I would say to do yeah. like Italian slash Mediterranean. But that being said, I know I have a very American view of all of the other cuisines, but especially Japanese, where I'm like. They probably have so many amazing options that I don't even know about. That would be that would be a close second. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, I I totally agree. Yeah. Honestly, you couldn't go wrong with uh, with Italian cuisine. There's so many different regions too you get I to know. pick from. And I just love cheese. Yeah. And Japan <laughs> Japanese food doesn't really have much cheese and and or like noodle. Actually, yes, it does. Yeah, I'm just, just gonna say, I'm gonna step in there for a second. And, never mind. Uh, I'm gonna stop talking before it just sounds so stupid. But alrighty. All right. So less ambiguous. We're gonna hone it in. What is my favorite chocolate bar? If I'm going to the store and picking up a single chocolate bar, cookies and cream is the cookies and cream Hershey's yes, chocolate I tied bar. Yes, us up again. Tied us back up five 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 five. And now we're on question eight for me, question nine for Zach. So we're getting yes. down to the wire. Um, now this one is like kind of a, like there's a longer response. So like if you get the majority of this, I will consider it a point. Mm -hmm. um, what is my ideal way to spend a free day? Like a weekend day, something I have nothing going on. Your ideal way... And kind of, like, go through, like, what I would do at each part of the day, because that's how I wrote the answer. Okay, so 
the person who is accusing me of being ambiguous <laughs> is now. I had to throw one hardish question. Okay, in there. so can you can I for the for the listeners, not for me, I totally have it. Can we get that question one more time just to make sure? What's my ideal way to spend a free day? A free day, let's see. Get some things done. So have specific chores or visions. You know, for example, I don't know, like today, where you had the idea of decluttering the kitchen, getting some things out of there, you know, doing some cleaning, taking care of things, then unwinding, peeling that back, either watching some TV, maybe playing a video game, something along those lines, and then at night, watching a scary movie. I love that, and it's close, but I don't think it's close enough for me to give you a point. That's fair, that's fair. So, this is what I said. This is like a really ambitious day for me, too, so... Sleep in, mm-hmm. get a fun drink, like go yeah. get some some tea or decaf coffee or whatever. Go thrifting, chill for a little bit in the afternoon, just like you said, and play video games. Uh-huh. And then at night, hang out with friends for dinner in the evening. That would be like true. my perfect day. Very true. Uh, and just for, for everyone else as well, Ryan currently has the week off. I am basing this on a real day <laughs> that is today. <laughs> well, so. I would be going to hang out with friends tonight. It's true. But the weather is going to screw Inclement. us over on that. So I would have been going to a girls' night tonight and having some wine. But true. it's not happening anymore. So I'm still – I was planning to do my ideal day. I'm not buying anything lately, but if I was, I would go thrifting too. So – my question for you about me is what is the next state that I haven't been to yet that I want to visit? Mm. And for, for those listening while she thinks about this, uh, predominantly I've been in the southeast because I was you know born and raised in Georgia. So most of the things there have been to New York, been to you know a little up and down the east coast, up to Virginia, Maryland, that sort of thing. Uh, and then on through towards the west, California, Arizona, um, all Can of those Can I say types. two, and if I get one of them? Yep. Like two. I think it would be between Washington State and Maine. It is Washington State. Yay! Yep. yep. And I, so it's Washington State, but my, my backup to that, I don't think you'd guess, because you guessed Maine already. I don't know. What, what's your backup? Alaska. Oh, I would love to go to Alaska. Absolutely. Man, that would be so, one of my top. Ryan pulls out I don't head. know. I feel like my last question was like unnecessarily hard. So. Should we give you a point for that since no. we doubled up, you doubled one of them for the middle and elementary school? No worries. <sighs> okay. I just wanted to be really fair. Sure. Um, sure, sure. Okay. My ninth question is. What animal would I get besides a dog if the logistics of owning it weren't an issue? What animal would you get if the logistics of owning it weren't an issue? It is, I'm going to lock this one in, a pet bird. You are correct. I freaking love birds. Um, It started, I've always just liked birds like in general, but one of my roommates in college had an adorable Zach and I might have differing opinions. No, on this I love because, this little guy because he attacked Zach one well, time and it was very I, painful. But okay, I I responded poorly because I was suddenly attacked by a little baby critter. 
I take it back with every moment <laughs> I hated because I went, ah, and okay. said choice words. So it's basically what I would call a mini parrot. Um, it has, it's a son conure is the actual name. His name was Rico. He was the sweetest little guy. He would literally like dance. If you made like any sort of musical sound, clicking sound, he would just sit on your shoulder. He'd fly around. The biggest issue I have is the noise factor. Um, and also you can't control where they poop unless you really, really are amazing at training. And just based on the fact that I've honestly made our dog worse since I've gotten, <laughs> it, gotten him, not better. Um, I don't think I would have the chops to train a bird where to poop. So, but it would be a bird. Absolutely. Okay. Excellent question. Excellent answer. I agree with that. I like little birds. So my final question, 10th and final question. What is my go-to karaoke song? Is it one you do by yourself or like a duet? It is one I do by myself and you've seen me do it. Oh man. Ugh. It's by one of my favorite artists. Is it End of the World by R.E.M.? It is the End of the World as we know it by R.E.M. Yes. Okay, good. Um, awesome. I'm worried we're about to end up in a tie. What do we do if we end in a tie? Do we have to have a tiebreaker or something? Absolutely. We'll come up with something. Okay. Um, so my last question is, what favor do I ask you to do for me most consistently? Fill up your water. <laughs> yep. Okay. Now we're tied. All right. This is it's so annoying. Seven seven. Okay. For our tiebreaker, uh, we're gonna pause. We'll be right back with you. Uh, we're gonna come up with a way we can determine a tiebreaker. All right. For those of you at home, it is tied seven to seven. We have come up with a very equitable way that we can end this. It's very fair. So, we are going to ask for a random number generated between 1 and 100, and then from there, whoever's closer will will win this round, and because I'm, there has to be a winner. I'm going to put this, we, we both need to think of it now and stick to it and not do the whole, mm -hmm. like, oh, you said this one, so I'm going to say the one right on either side yep, of it. Yep, yep, yep. So, do you have your number in your head? I do. I have it literally written down. I have mine in my head, and I won't change it. Okay. So, you go first, because mine's written down. Okay. 65. 65. Mine is 8. All right. So statistically, I think you're in better shape here. But um, we will now ask Siri, what is a random number between 1 and 100? The answer is 20. Oh, oh. shit. Oh, which means I walk away Honestly, from this you comfortably. Well, that, I don't know about that. You were but. you were pretty dominant. We gave me that bonus point for one of them, but if not, you would have won anyways. So well, I can I can take this loss like a champ. <laughs> yeah, Ryan is Ryan's a, a winner even when she loses. <laughs> so so that being said, thank you guys so much for for sticking with us for um, you know listening to us duke it out on this and listening to our our future plans. I know that's a you know there's a lot of things going on w with us, but it's really great to have you with us. Yes, we enjoy doing this. We enjoy chatting with you all. Um, I know that this isn't necessarily the most newsworthy podcast episode out here, but this is for the fans, okay? Yeah. <laughs> this is for the fans. Like, 
meaning yes. Rachel and Ben, who we always call out as being our super fans. Hey, hey. We're getting you on the podcast before we leave. Um, that is a promise. It's coming soon. You'll hear from Rachel and Ben themselves. Um, but anyways, we hope you have a great week. And I don't know. Just like that, we're out. We're out. Oh, <laughs>